Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99-plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Now. The Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. Given the challenges that entrepreneurs tackle on a daily basis, and now more than ever because of the COVID crisis, grit is vital for success. In order to succeed, we need to have an unrelenting belief that our business and ideas will defy the statistics and become the success story that we have always strived to achieve. You need grit to start and stay in business. You need the commitment to make things happen, not just watch things happen. There is no substitute for fire in the belly, a burning desire to succeed, to achieve, and to be your own boss. It isn't so much the size of the dog in the fight as the size of the fight in the dog. The five characteristics of grit are courage, conscientiousness, achievement-oriented versus dependable, long-term goals and endurance, meaning follow-through, resilience, which is optimism, confidence, and creativity, excellence versus perfection. Grit does not ensure success in an entrepreneurial venture. Rather, it ensures that an entrepreneur is able to motivate themselves to continue progressing and stick to their goals despite any setbacks and obstacles. It also ensures better mental and emotional well-being. When it comes to mental toughness, it is said there are three types of people, the marshmallow, the jelly bean, and the rock. Soft inside and out, marshmallows quickly squish under the slightest pressure. With a hard shell and a soft inner core, jelly beans can withstand some stress, but in time, always buckle. Hard inside and out, rocks can handle anything. According to the work of a world-famous University of Pennsylvania psychologist, the rocks in this world have something more valuable than intelligence, more important than genetics, and more helpful than talent. Dominating headlines with her viral 14-plus million view TED Talk and best-selling Grit book, Dr. Angela Duckworth makes a compelling case for mental toughness as the secret sauce pumping through the veins of successful people. It takes a growth mindset to see the opportunities rather than obstacles. 
A growth mindset means we are constantly learning, evaluating, assessing, while keeping the purpose of our business close to our heart, driving us forward. Entrepreneurship can be lonely, and resilience allows us to face this isolation and look after our mental well-being. Resilience is a person's ability to recover quickly from failures and setbacks and adapt to adversity. Having a growth mindset means that you do not accept failure or setback as final. Instead, you believe that challenges can always be overcome because your brain is always able to grow and adapt, and you're confident in your ability to find alternative solutions and paths if one does not work. Well, Dr. Duckworth and colleagues have suggested that we can get gritty by a growth mindset, harnessing the power of meditation to literally grow and strengthen the grittiest brain region of all takes that idea to a whole new level. Neuroplasticity is a powerful thing. Meditation strengthens our inner Rocky Balboa in other ways too. From focusing our mind, to eliminating fear, to instilling confidence, to cranking up our motivation, meditation's mental toughness upgrades span the seven great C's. While it's true, most of us would prefer an obstacle-free, totally supportive, no-limit life, we know that's not reality, and that's not what helps us grow. As a business owner, there will always be hurdles to cross, roadblocks around which to maneuver, and at times setbacks from which to recover. The challenge in those moments is to tap into your source of determination so that you can pick yourself up, dust off the grit of embarrassment, wounded pride, or shaken confidence, and move forward. Of course, it's important to take the time to process your experience first so that you may heal properly and so that you gain perspective and learn from what happened. Marcus Aurelius wrote, the impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. Most of us have realized that any obstacle provides us an opportunity to see the positive that lies past the negative. Many years ago, as a national speaker, I was traveling a lot, which took me to many real estate conferences around the country. I had hired a bookkeeper who seemed to be very qualified, and when I would get back in town, I would always ask how things were going and if there was anything I needed to know. She assured me that everything was great. I trusted her and had no reason to believe that anything was amiss. Then she went on vacation. I did not realize that she had written about $45,000 worth of checks, and when the phone started ringing, it became clear those checks were bouncing. My world was immediately turned upside down, and now for the first time in my business, I had real fear. How was I going to make payroll? How could I stop all the NSF charges the bank was racking up? What about the landlord? Is he going to evict me? It was pure insanity, and I kept thinking, is this the end of Sage International, Inc.? I just wanted to curl up in the fetal position in the corner of my office and cry. I did cry that day, and only that day. All I could picture was myself standing at the base of a huge mountain, and a massive landslide of mud, the debt, was quickly roiling toward me. How was I going to get out of this? How was I going to save my company? 
Am I supposed to save this company? I was in a quagmire and every step I took required a tremendous amount of effort. To have grit means you have courage and show the strength of your character. I found that it is precisely in those moments of strife, struggle, and failure when you've been knocked flat on your tush and you are staring up wondering what to do next that the true achievers are born. Martin Luther King Jr. put it this way, The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge. It is only when we are face to face with those challenges, only when we are knocked down that we can choose to separate ourselves from other men and women, from those who stay on their backs and melt back into the herd of mediocrity, and join instead those who, despite the fear, pain, and struggle, get back up, brush themselves off, and get back on the horse again. There's only one certainty in business. You can't succeed if you quit. Since I couldn't pay all my creditors, the question was, which ones do I pay? My final choice came down to this. If you can't put me out of business immediately, you don't get paid. This is the survival stage of any business. I had to call everyone I owed money to, let them know I was not going to fail them, and that I and my team would work really hard to follow through on our commitments. Fortunately, I was blessed that every one of them understood and were on board to help me work through this, extending credit or just giving me more time. You see, this was not a $45,000 mountain to climb. It turned into about a $200,000 mountain to climb. The more I discovered, the more dumbfounded I became. I had no one to blame but myself and had to take full responsibility. It took grit to show up to work every day, unsure of what I would be facing. I learned firsthand that I could only control the next hour, and each of those hours I had tough decisions to make. Every time I wanted to give up, the phone would ring and a new customer came on board. The universe was telling me I had to keep going. I had to stay in business. A lot of people were depending on me, on us, and the thought that we were potentially not going to be able to serve our existing clients or help new prospects reaching out who needed our services provided the incentive and motivation to keep moving forward. I learned a lot about faith through that crisis. I had to have enough faith to believe in myself, my team, and my company with all my might that we were supposed to survive. I didn't want to file for bankruptcy and fortunately never did. However, it did take us close to seven years to completely clean up that mess. A long and painful reminder of my decision to let someone else be in charge of the financials of this company. Did things change after that? Absolutely. From that day forward, I knew my cash position every single day and that hasn't changed all these years later. I became much more involved with the financials and no one, and I mean no one, will ever be in charge of the financial trajectory of this company other than myself ever again. Now that doesn't mean that I was going to take on the role of bookkeeper. To succeed in business, you must delegate the workload based on knowing the true value of your time. I now, I have a wonderful bookkeeper who is excellent at what she does, but the accounting processes, procedures, and reporting are a lot different than they were back then. 
by having my finger on the financial pulse of the company on a daily basis, I can sleep at night. The silver lining of that experience made me a much better communicator, negotiator, and decision maker when it comes to running this company. And of course, there were times where humor was the only way to get through the day because sometimes dark humor becomes a form of bravery and can be used to put ourselves at ease. Our need to laugh, or indeed howl, in the face of awfulness is exactly what makes us human. After this break, I want to talk about what makes someone mentally tough. I'll be right back. Sage International Incorporated helps you start your business and provides the ongoing support, information, and education to make sure you stay in business. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill, the Wealth Protection Diva, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515. Or visit sageintl.com. I'm Scott Kelly, and I'm running for re-election to the Washoe County School Board. I visit our schools and meet educators, support staff, and students every day. This shapes how I voted on the school board and my student-first decision-making process. It's why I approved a 3% raise for teachers, because a quality teacher is the most important part of the classroom. It's why I approved renovations at every school, with a focus on security upgrades that keep staff, students, and visitors safe. I've cut inefficiency from Washoe County School District's budget while protecting funding for counseling, libraries, and music because these are very important to a student's overall education. Lastly, I voted against increasing classroom sizes because that did not put students first. And I voted against the former superintendent's contract, which I felt was too much. You can learn more at www.scottgkelly.com. Please support my re-election. Vote Scott Kelly for school board. Everyone is excited about real estate in northern Nevada, and you will be too after you listen to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Hear what the experts have to say about finding a home, getting a mortgage, investment property, and which neighborhood is right for you. Maybe you purchased your first property recently. Now you have more questions than ever. Get the answers to your questions, plus tips on how to make your next real estate transaction better. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m., right here on 1180 AM Radio, Nevada Real Estate Radio. If you have comments about today's show or any questions, please email sherry at sherryhillshow.com. What makes someone mentally tough? It's great to talk about mental toughness, grit, and perseverance, but what do those things actually look like in the real world? In a word, toughness and grit equal consistency. Mentally tough athletes are more consistent than others. They don't miss workouts. They don't miss assignments. They always have their teammates back. Mentally tough leaders are more consistent than their peers. They have a clear goal that they work towards each day. They don't let short-term profits, negative feedback, or hectic schedules prevent them from continuing the march towards their vision. They make a habit of building up the people around them, not just once, but over and over again. Mentally tough artists, writers, and employees deliver on a more consistent basis than most. They work on a schedule, not just when they feel motivated. They approach their work like a pro, not an amateur. 
They do the most important things first and don't shirk responsibilities. The good news is that grit and perseverance can become your defining traits, regardless of the talent you were born with. You can become more consistent. You can develop superhuman levels of mental toughness. How? Here are three strategies that tend to work well in the real world. One, define what mental toughness means for you. I encourage you to focus on intrinsic motivations rather than external rewards. Intrinsic motivations are those that come from within an individual and involve doing things for their own sake. These internal motivations drive people to do better, push harder, be stronger, and see just how far they can go. Mentally tough people don't focus on the possible rewards that may await them at the end of a challenge. Instead, they see participating and overcoming challenges as rewarding in and of themselves. For some, developing mental toughness might be going one month without missing a workout, getting out in the garden and pulling all of the weeds, doing all of your laundry, or actually doing your taxes. Delivering your work ahead of schedule for two days in a row. Meditating every morning this week. Spending one hour doing something creative every evening this week instead of watching television. Carving out time to read every day, whether for one hour or 20 minutes. Setting a quit time. Turn off the phone. Turn off the computer, stop doing what you're doing, especially if it's work-related, at a certain time every day, or more important, on your days off. Whatever it is, be clear about what you're going after. Mental toughness is an abstract quality, but in the real world, it's tied to concrete actions. You can't magically think your way to becoming mentally tough. You prove it to yourself by doing something in real life. There is only one way for me to motivate myself to work hard. I don't think about it as hard work. I think about it as part of making myself into who I want to be. Once I've made the choice to do something, I try not to think so much about how difficult or frustrating or impossible that might be. I just think about how good it must feel to be that or how proud I might be to have done that. Make hard look easy. Which brings me to my second point. Mental toughness is built through small physical wins. You can't become committed or consistent with a weak mind. How many workouts have you missed because your mind, not your body, told you you were tired? How many reps have you missed out on because your mind said nine reps is enough, don't worry about the tenth? Probably thousands for most people, including myself, and 99% are due to weakness of the mind, not the body. So often we think that mental toughness is about how we respond to extreme situations. How did you perform in the championship game? Can you keep your life together while grieving the death of a family member? Did you bounce back after your business went bankrupt? There's no doubt that extreme situations test our courage, perseverance, and mental toughness but what about everyday circumstances? Mental toughness is like a muscle. It needs to be worked to grow and develop. If you haven't pushed yourself in thousands of small ways, of course, you'll wilt when things get really difficult. But it doesn't have to be that way. Choose to do the 10th rep when it would be easier to just do nine. 
Choose to create when it would be easier to consume. Choose to ask the extra question when it would be easier to accept. Prove to yourself in a thousand tiny ways that you have enough guts to get in the ring and do battle with life. Mental toughness is built through small wins. It's the individual choices that we make on a daily basis that build our mental toughness muscle. We all want mental strength, but you can't think your way to it. It's your physical actions that prove your mental fortitude. Mental toughness is about your habits, not your motivation. Motivation is fickle. Willpower comes and goes. Mental toughness isn't about getting an incredible dose of inspiration or courage. It's about building the daily habits that allow you to stick to a schedule and overcome challenges and distractions over and over and over again. Mentally tough people have to be more courageous, more talented, or more intelligent. Mentally tough people don't have to be more courageous, more talented, or more intelligent, just more consistent. Mentally tough people develop systems that help them focus on the important stuff, regardless of how many obstacles life puts in front of them. It's their habits that form the foundation of their mental beliefs and ultimately set them apart. James Clear, author of the New York Times bestseller, Atomic Habits, shares the following basic steps for building a new habit. One, start by building your identity. Many people begin the process of changing their habits by focusing on what they want to achieve. This leads us to outcome-based habits. The alternative is to build identity-based habits. With this approach, we start by focusing on who we wish to become. Focus on small behaviors, not life-changing transformations. Three, develop a routine that gets you going regardless of how motivated you feel. Stick to the schedule and forget about the results. Instead of giving yourself a deadline to accomplish a particular goal by, and then feeling like a failure if you don't achieve it, you should choose a goal that is important to you and then set a schedule to work towards it consistently. And number five, when you slip up, get back on track as quickly as possible. Change can be hard. In the beginning, your healthy habits might take two steps forward and one step back. Anticipating those backward steps can make all the difference in the world. Develop a plan for getting back on track and recommit to your routine as quickly as possible. Mental toughness comes down to your habits. It's about doing the things you know you're supposed to do on a more consistent basis. It's about your dedication to daily practice and your ability to stick to a schedule. When things get tough for most people, they find something easier to work on. When things get difficult for mentally tough people, they find a way to stay on schedule. There will always be extreme moments that require incredible bouts of courage, resiliency, and grit. But for 95% of the circumstances in life, toughness simply comes down to being more consistent than most people. Grit is not something that we are just born with. It is something we can nurture and develop. True grit, resilience, growth mindset is the ability to find the strength and willpower learning from our mistakes and failures to follow the path and purpose that is of value to us and to the world around us. It is about creating a higher purpose with our business and with our work. Those with grit 
are able to take risks because they have the inherent confidence in their ability to bounce back from failures. True grit can only be developed through practice and through experience and failure. The same boiling water that softens the potato hardens the egg. It's about what you're made of, not the circumstances. Mental strength is like muscle strength. No one has an unlimited supply. So why waste your power on things you can't control? Grit is important because it is a driver of achievement and success independent of and beyond what talent and intelligence contribute. Being naturally smart and talented are great, but to do truly well and thrive, we need the ability to persevere. Without grit, talent may be nothing more than unmet potential. Once you've done everything within your power to address a problem or challenge, let it go. Have faith that everything will work out as intended. Letting go relieves stress, anxiety, and negative anticipation. When I let go of what I am, I become what I might be. When I let go of what I have, I receive what I need. And always remember, you are today where your thoughts have brought you. You will be tomorrow where your thoughts take you. Thank you for tuning in to The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show. And tune in next week, same time, same station, for The Sherry Hill Show.